Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. I have talked on this show before about my disdain for self-checkout and how I'm... Usually because I'm, I'm just not comfortable with it. I don't like going through self-checkout. It never works for me right. Uh, the, the thing always screams, you know. <laughs> you crack under pressure. Help on register 13 and someone's got to come over and help me every single time, which to me defeats the purpose. Sure. That's not me checking out by myself. That's somebody that has to come over and help me. I should have just gone through a lane where there was a cashier. Uh, and I'm reading this story this morning, nearly a third... And this is Gen Z consumers admit to having stolen items from self-checkout kiosks. Because they can't get it to work? Or Be- just because... Because they're just, they're just taking advantage just of the system. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't know what... See, I, I wish this story would explain the mentality. Like, right. To me, if you ask someone, do you steal from self, self-checkout? And the answer is yes. Me, I would, I would ask a follow up. Yeah, the follow up question. <laughs> why do you do that? Right. And what I, is your thought process when doing that? And maybe they think, well, you know, it's Walmart. They can just write it off or something like that. You know, they, they have more money than I do. That's not a good reason to steal. They'll be fine. Well, it's not a good reason, but I think a lot of people rationalize it like that. Uh, I'm just speculating. I have no idea why uh, Gen Z would think it's okay to steal from self checkout. Um, but then I'm reading about how Walmart is starting to pull self-checkout lanes from some of their stores. Um, and then well, I Walmart s- has a ton. They have like a whole, at least the one by my house, they have like, like 15, I want to say. And then Costco is doing the same thing. They're starting to rethink their policies on self-checkout and they're dialing it back a little bit. And here, this is, I don't know if you ever read The Atlantic. Uh, I, I want to read The Atlantic. I enjoy that publication. However, you have to pay for it. Uh, but they have an article, Self-Checkout is a Failed Experiment. And no. I, would you be upset if self-checkout yes. went away? You I mean, be? I don't ever go in anyways. <laughs> I get the grocery pickup. So that's. I feel like that's like one step further than doing the self-checkout. But 
it might be different now that I'm married, but when I was, you know, single living by myself, I would never be getting a whole cart full of food anyways. I would be getting mm-hmm. like 10 to 15 things and I have to wait behind somebody who's got a family of 12. You know, it just was very irritating to me as somebody who was not there getting a lot of food. So I always use the self checkout. And I mean, I have a problem every once in a while, but not every time. Mm hmm. So to to you, it's more convenient. Definitely. Okay. Now, it should be interesting. Look, I'm all for trying new things. But if it doesn't work, that I think that's when you should decide, okay, we tried it. It didn't work. And now if, if companies are going to start losing money off of self-checkout, if... If people are stealing things and, and, and somehow they just realize it's just not worth it. Yeah. But I mean, there is like a somebody standing there at the at the end of it, like right. watching over. You what, know? Are they, like, what are they really doing? Right? They're supposed to be watching to make sure people don't steal things. Well, I don't think they're they're doing that good of a job then. Uh, Hollywood Dirty, we're going to get to that next. What do you got coming up this morning, Morgan? Oh, more about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Are you over it yet? I kind of am. But the people love these two together, and they're dropping more hints that they are really in love. I'll I tell don't, you why. I don't want to be over it yet. <laughs> okay. I'm still into this couple, I think. Well, then this one's for you next. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Hollywood Dirt Sheet this morning. Let's dive into it with Morgan right here. Travis Kelsey reveals the nickname he has for Taylor Swift. On the New Heights podcast yesterday, his brother Jason Kelsey mentioned that Travis had broken another record over the weekend. And when Travis seemed to downplay the accomplishment, Jason mentioned, you might not care about records, but you know who does? A 92 percenter by the name of Taylor Swift. That's right. She liked an Instagram announcement from the Chiefs about Travis Kelsey breaking the record. In response, he said, thanks, Tay. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he called her Tay. He called her Tay. They're in love. Like, is that supposed to be some kind of outlandish pet name? It's literally half of her name. Isn't that what everybody calls Tay? I mean, maybe like the people in her close circle. The right. people are like, oh, it's a nickname. It's a pet name. I'm like, no, it's it's her regular name. Just shortened. I think I'm starting to become a hater. This is my fault. Morgan asked for the audio from, this is from the podcast, right? This yeah. is from Travis's podcast. Uh, I have it right here. So this is, this is what was said on Travis and Jason Kelsey's podcast. She liked an Instagram announcement from the Chiefs about you breaking this record. All right now. Um, thanks, Tay. I appreciate you um, on the uh, Chiefs, Chiefs page, Porton. Kind of love the support. Okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, revenue from Mariah Carey's Christmas hit has been revealed. We're already hearing it all over town. All I want for Christmas is you. The Economist put out a report six years ago saying that she had earned $60 million in royalties from 1994 to 2017, which comes out to, in 2023, Mariah Carey has made 75 million dollars on one song. Meanwhile, she earns even more for the song during years when she tours and does special performances. Of course, we know she's on a tour right now. She's coming to Cleveland on December 7th. We will have your chance to win tickets today at 904. And in movie news, 
Jenna Ortega reportedly left the Scream franchise due to a salary dispute. So the Scream franchise is facing production challenges despite the success of the previous Scream at the box office. Melissa Barrera was let go from the franchise due to comments on the Israel-Hamas conflict that the studio called hate speech. Jenna Ortega, who played Melissa Barrera's sister on screen, left the franchise as well. While Ortega's departure was first said to be due to scheduling issues, later reports point to her wanting higher pay in the studio not agreeing. Uh, Neve Campbell also previously departed from the pre- from the franchise, reportedly due to a pay dispute as well. So, what are we learning from this story? Anytime an actor says they're leaving due to scheduling conflicts, that's not the real issue. There's something else that they don't want to say, whether it's a pay dispute, whether they don't like the written material, which is what Amy Schumer said about the original Barbie movie. So, we're just learning that they're lying, and it's fine. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Morgan says that she and David are watching a new show. They are obsessed with it. Can't turn it off. Good. I need a new show. Physically cannot turn it off. We'll hear about that coming up next, Q104. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. Let's get into some TV talk right now because I'm kind of in between shows like I had, I have shows that I kind of want to watch, but I I don't really know what to jump into. I have one that I physically cannot turn off. Seriously. Okay. What is it? I have a prerequisite question for you. First, did mm-hmm. you watch Squid Game? The original Squid Game? Yeah, on Netflix. Because there's is there a reboot or something that's on right now? Did you watch the original Squid Game on Netflix? Yes. Okay. And I I don't know. It took me, it, I almost bailed on it mid-season. Okay. And then I got to episode six. Right. And then I was like, oh my God, that was a really, really good episode. And then I finished the series. But I've heard about this reboot. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. That's the, the show that you're obsessed it's with? It's a reality show. It's Squid Game the Challenge. They get 400 and however many people, same exact number that's on the original game. They do all the games that they play in Squid Games. I mean, obviously they don't die. Um, but they're also playing for $4.8 million. There's the big piggy bank. The money drops from the ceiling. People get eliminated. They go home. When I tell you, the first episode, I was like, oh, this is kind of stupid because like they get a little paintball splatter when they do get uh, eliminated and, and they like pretend to fall over. I'm like, this is dumb. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. But then, as it goes on, you know, they're forming alliances and you realize they're actually playing for $4.8 million. For only one person to receive. One person. Yeah. And they get you really invested with the characters. There's a mom and son on there. There's like this little guy gang that are all buddies. And oh my gosh, David and I cannot turn it off. We binge watched the first five episodes on Saturday. Okay. Five episodes in a row. And then last night, they came out with a new episode drop. There was four episodes, and we've already watched three of them. 
Does this still take place in Korea or is this somewhere else now? No. So it's actually in London, but they recreated the whole set. So it okay. looks exactly the same. They're staying in the dorms. They have the green jumpsuits on. I mean, it's number one on Netflix right now. 85 million hours viewed. And it's only been out for like a week. So if it's in London, then people are speaking English. Well, you don't need subtitles. Yeah, right. And it's people from all over the world. But yes, okay. primarily it's on. It's in English. Okay. Yeah, because I can't remember with Squid Games was it? It was in Korean. I watched it in English. I'm right. Sure. I, I remember I was having a debate about that. Yeah. Because I preferred watching it in Korean and with the subtitles, it. and some people enjoyed watching it just with the with the English dub version. Yeah. Okay. But it's so good. You have to get through the first episode though, because like I said, I was a little. I don't know if I'm going to be invested in this, but oh my gosh, there's like a plot twist at every turn. They really do the challenges, like the cookie challenge. Remember where they had to carve out the cookie? People were fighting on whether or not they wanted to be in the umbrella line. Yeah. Last night I watched him do the the bridge where mm-hmm. they fall through the bridge. They fall through the bridge. It's okay. crazy. All right. I will run that. I will ask Paula if it's okay to watch <laughs> you gotta it. you got to ask Paula. I do. It's it's. We were trying to watch a morning show on Apple TV Plus, and I saw the first episode, and I was just like, I can't. It's yeah. just so bad. I can't. I can't get into this season. So we're looking for something. Get through the first episode. Give it at least two episodes. You'll be hooked. Maybe Squid Game. The, the challenge. Reboot. What's it on again? Netflix. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. You've got the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. So I have been making more of an effort around the house to pitch in a little bit more. That's nice. Because I've. it's always been in the back of my, in my mind that I have my chores. I have my chores that I do on a either daily basis or every other day, whatever it is. But the issue that my wife has had with me is that I just stick to my chores and I kind of ignore everything else going on around the house. Okay. So she wants you to be more attentive. Right. She's like, I can't believe you're a grown man and I need to tell you what to do. <laughs> Why can't you just look around the house and find things that need to be done? Okay. And so I've been trying to be more conscientious about that and trying to, to pitch in wherever I think that I'm able to pitch in. So Drew, my youngest son, has basketball practice on Tuesday and Wednesday. And so he has a special practice uniform, like a jersey and, and everything else that he wears for, for his basketball practices. And so that need, needs to be washed between Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay. So I threw in a load of wash when I got home from work yesterday to get the, the jersey washed so he'd have it ready for last night. And I throw all the clothes in there. I throw some other clothes in there. The practice jersey is in there. I take the little soap thing and I put that in the soap tray. You do everything the way you're supposed to? I turn everything on. I remember how to work the washing machine. I let it go. Okay. Later that afternoon, Paula goes downstairs to the basement, looks at the washing machine. She's like, why did you put the soap in the bleach tray? (laughs) She said, that's not where the soap goes. The the soap is what you're supposed to throw the soap in with the clothes right, so it mixes right, in. Right, right, right. All you did was get the clothes wet and spin them around. <laughs> okay, and you said, well, I, "That's what I thought the tray was for." Right. I thought that's what the that's where you put the soap. 
Was it? Why is there a little tray that it's for the bleach? I don't even know why you would use bleach. Was it a, a soap pod or was it like a soap pod. liquid detergent? It's liquid inside of a pod. Okay. Yeah. So that I goes, think, though, if it's liquid, you can pour it in. But if it's the pot, it's supposed to go straight in the washing machine. Supposed to go straight, not in the little tray. Yeah. That's where the bleach goes. Right. So or I, the liquid detergent in the future. The liquid detergent. Yeah, I learned something else. <laughs> well, she keeps changing the soap. <laughs> There's so many ways you could put soap into a washing machine. Yeah. And I just wasn't up to date on the new Pods of soap. I'm terrified to use bleach. I'm surprised that you guys are bleach users. I don't. Maybe that's just where the bleach goes. Maybe we don't really use bleach. Uh. Well, in the in the dishwasher, you put the pod inside the thing. You're right. The, in the tray, and you shut the tray. You're right. So I th- thought that you did the same thing in the washing machine. It is confusing. I'm not going to knock you for this one. I'm going to say it's the thought that counts. You went above and beyond to do the laundry for your wife, and everything in life is a learning experience. So next time you'll know, just chuck the pot in, and you'll be good. Unless you're never doing laundry again. I just wish my wife saw it the same way. <laughs> it's because I'm newly married, like get 15 years down the line, and I'm sure I'll have a different answer. I would have gotten the same reaction from her if I didn't do anything versus me trying to do something. <laughs> Best of luck to you next time. Oh, enough of my problems. Uh, let's get to Summer in Tremont because she's reached out to us. She needs some group therapy this morning. Okay. She received an invitation to a party that's happening later on this month, and she needs group therapy about that. For a party? For a party. Let's get into it next. It's the Q Morning Show. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. Group therapy. Now, this is something that's going on in your world right now. It's a problem. It's something that you need to talk talk it through a little bit more. It's definitely on your mind. You're thinking about it all the time. And it's helpful to to talk to someone about it, figure it out. Summer is in Tremont. Summer, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good morning. Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How can we help? All right. So I got this e-vite from a really good friend of mine. And she's throwing herself like a combination birthday party and Christmas party this month. And so when I opened the invite, I saw the date, I saw the location, and I noticed that it instructed everyone to bring $100 with them or to like Venmo her $100, like to cover the cost of the private room that she's renting at the bar. Okay. And, you know, I, I love her. She's a great friend of mine. Like I, we've known each other for years and she's like the event planner of our friends group. She brings everyone together. She always throws these like lavish parties. So, you know, I know it's going to be great. It's just that, you know, she always goes all out, but you know, I'm just wondering, it's like, does, does that sound right where I need to pay to go to this party? I just, I don't know if I, if it really sits right with me, you know, I, I don't know. Does that sound right? Well, let me start asking stupid questions. <laughs> and then we'll figure out if it sounds right. Like what happens? I mean, the simplest answer, what happens if you don't go to the party or come up with some sort of an excuse? Yeah, you know, I can't do that. I mean, I'd, I'd be ostracized from the group. Really? And, and, 
yeah, you know, we're we're just too close, and and we do, we do almost like everything together. So, I mean, I guess I can pray that like something else comes up, but I can't imagine that you know that's going to happen. Are you? See, I'm trying to think. So it's a she's throwing herself a party, right? And it's so elaborate that you have to pay a hundred dollars for the private Is room. Is that the gift? Yeah, can that be the birthday gift? Yeah, well, you know, I've been talking with, you know, our friends and the general vibe is that uh, we're supposed to pay the $100 for the party room and on top of that, give her a gift. And I just, I I don't, as in like the $100 is like, that's not considered the gift. So what comes with the private room? Is it, is it open bar? Nope. Yeah, I'll have to pay for that, too. So, like, the $100 is just, like, the base. Just for the room. And then, yeah. And then, you know, you pay for drinks and giving a gift. So, Okay. Yeah. I think I get it. I mean, it doesn't sound outlandish, but I, at the same time... It doesn't? Well, I mean, I, it doesn't sound complicated, I guess. Yeah, okay, I yeah. mean, I understand what this girl is going for, but, yeah, it's... Asking people to pay a hundred bucks so we can rent a private room for my party and bring a gift and yeah. pay for the bar. Like, come on. Okay. So what does summer do here? Do you just suck it up and, and say, this is the cost of being friends with this person or what can she do? 216-474-0104. Group therapy is on right now. It's Q104. Q104, the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. We're doing group therapy for Summer right now, who received an evite to a party that's happening later on this month. It's a combination birthday party for one of her friends and a Christmas party for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And, oh, by the way, it's at some bar where this person rented the private room and in order to go to the party, you have to bring a hundred bucks, or you have to pay her a hundred bucks via Venmo. Right, and, and then you have to bring a gift because it's a birthday right. party as well, and it's not an open bar. So this night is looking to cost maybe close to three hundred dollars. Danielle's in Medina. Danielle, good morning. Good morning. What did you think when you heard group therapy this morning? Um, I'm shocked that a friend uh, would ask that of another friend. Um, I don't know her circumstances, but being married, having children, having bills and all of that, um, I I wouldn't do it. And I think that that friend should understand that. Um, you know, I guess if they're single and they have that extra money, but with inflation, it's around the holidays. You're buying other people things. I'm an adult. I have several friends. We get together, we may have a birthday lunch, and I might buy them something small, but it's never expected, and I don't think something like that should be expected from a friend, and I don't feel like she should feel like she's going to be ostracized um, if she doesn't do it, because clearly she doesn't feel comfortable with it or she wouldn't have called. Danielle, do you think that Summer should tell her friend all this and say, this is the reason why I'm not coming to the party, or do you think she should make up some kind of excuse? I think she should be honest because that could always backfire, Um, you know, telling white lies. While it's good intentioned because she doesn't want to hurt her friend's feelings, but she also doesn't feel comfortable spending that kind of money. You should be honest with your friends because, again, she might not 
be thinking that. She's thinking, oh, I'm this great friend. I'm throwing this huge birthday party. And, hey, I'm calling it a birthday party and a Christmas party. Mm -hmm. So it's not just for me. It's for my friends to enjoy, too. So seeing her girlfriend's point of view of, hey, you know, this is this is pretty steep. I don't feel comfortable with it. I mean, I was, and this is going to sound funny, I was invited to a Christmas party last year, and I'm, like, uh, on the floor that I worked at, I'm a nurse, and they wanted, like, $25 just to come to the party to pay for the catering. And I said, well, and you couldn't bring your significant others or spouses. And I said, well, why are we... Why can't we all just bring something? Why it seems kind of silly to pay $25 to come to your house. That's interesting. And I said that, and it was only $25. And she ended up saying, you know what? You're not the only person that told me that. And you're right. I'm taking that back. It's, yeah. I, you're, it's not right. So this is $100. Yeah, $100. Drinks. Where Love is this place? <laughs> Where, who's renting out their party room for, for how much? How many people are going that uh, yeah, you need $100 the, to the cover the... marble room, pretty expensive, maybe. That's the first one that comes to my mind. Danielle just said something that I'm going to write this down uh, for a later show, but um, paying $20 where she works to go to the, the Christmas party? Mm-hmm. My wife, Paula, in order for her to attend her Christmas party at her work, has to chip in $20. Well, and kind of like what uh, Danielle was saying, like she she's not the only person that's going to be thinking this. Like one hundred dollars right. is way too much to spend on a party. Also, if I'm hosting a party, if I am throwing a party, I'm not asking anyone to give me their money unless it's a group event. Unless all of us are coming together and say, "Hey, we're planning this party together." Right. Then you can split costs. But if you're the one, it's like your name in the big lights. Oh, I'm throwing this party. Then you are paying for the party. The friend should have come to all the all the other friends and said, hey, thinking about celebrating here, is everybody into it? Right. Would everybody want to chip in a certain amount of money? Right. That's what she should have done. Yeah. Summer's definitely not going to be the only person feeling this way. So I think she should just be honest, say, I'm not necessarily comfortable with spending over $200, what is an alternative option? Yeah, you're right. I just, I get so uncomfortable with the honesty around my friends. <laughs> it's just so easier. It's just so much easier to come up with an excuse I know, and get it out is. of it that way. It but, is. But then someone on the text put up, uh, is, is making a good point. They say, if, if you let the friend get away with it this year, it's going to become a tradition and every single year. Right. She's going to p- plan something expensive and elaborate. Right. All right. Good luck, Summer. Oh, yeah. Be honest. We know it's easier said than done because let's face it, if it was you or I, we would probably just make up an excuse. Yeah. (laughs) Recruit some of your friends. Maybe you can get their strength in numbers. Right. Right. That might be uh, the way out of this. Q104. Good morning. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. People in the place. Do you want to get down? Not for 100 bucks. They sure don't. Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. So good to have you here this morning. Battle of the Burbs is on the way in less than 15 minutes. All things entertainment right now. Let's get to a Hollywood dirt sheet with Morgan. Piers Morgan named the two royals who allegedly, reportedly questioned Archie's skin color. So following news that the identity of a member of the royal family who had, quote, concerns about Prince Archie's race had made its way into a new book. Um, There's a new scare for the royals. Outspoken British host Piers Morgan claimed to know the names of not one but two royals involved in a scandal highlighted in the new book. Piers says, however, that he doesn't believe that these two said anything. Here's what Piers said. Now we can start the process of finding out if they ever got uttered, what the context was, and whether there was any racial intent at all. Like I say, I don't believe there was. The royals who are named in this book are King Charles and Catherine, Princess of Wales. My first thought is, how on earth is he going to say that on television and not get sued? From what I know about Piers Morgan, does he really care about that stuff? I, I don't mean, think so. I mean, maybe not. If you have enough money to just handle a lawsuit, yeah, that would. I would even playing the audio this morning. I was scared. I was like, "Are we going to get in trouble?" Because it could potentially be libel if it didn't happen, right? I suppose so. I mean, you can sue anybody for anything, right? But with Piers Morgan, and I don't follow this story that closely, so I can't really say what's going on overseas, but. Whenever there's some sort of a scandal or something, or somebody said something, mm-hmm. here's Morgan. He's is, all up in he's it. He's usually involved somehow. <laughs> uh, Kylie Jenner attended the Wonka movie premiere and after party in London as the plus one of her boyfriend, Timothy Chalamet, the star of the film. She tried to keep a low profile flying on her private jet, but ended up becoming the talk of the party. Uh, Kylie and Timothy later celebrated in a private room behind a curtain. Uh, they first were romance rumors in April and Kylie has been supportive by attending events like his Saturday Night Live episode after party and now the Wonka movie. Are you excited to see the new Wonka? No. I I wasn't until over um, Thanksgiving break. I watched the remake with Johnny Depp and it's it's such a classic. It's like anytime it comes out, it's still going to be a good movie. You remember why I haven't seen the original Wonka, right? Because you haven't seen any, I feel manga? like I, I feel like I've told the story before. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, some this girl that I was dating had the same reaction as you. She's like, I can't believe you've never seen Willy Wonka. We're gonna watch it tonight. Oh, and then you made out with her. Yeah, the whole then time. we made out. <laughs> yeah, you didn't watch the movie. I forgot about that. So, Clearly, I suppressed the imagery from my brain. <laughs> so whenever I think of Willy Wonka, I think about making out with this girl with a woman who's not your wife every time. Right, right. 
We'll take Paula to see the new Wonka. Maybe create some new memories. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'd like to make out in the theater with my wife. This is sad news concerning Shannon Doherty. So in a new issue of People magazine, the actress reveals that her stage four breast cancer has spread to her bones. Um, She's hopeful that more medical advancements will mean a cure is in the near future. But in the meantime, she's continuing to fight. She said in the article, I'm not done with living. I'm not done with loving. I'm not done with creating. Um, She says that she's not done with hopefully changing things for the better. And that's just her... You know, overall emotion. She's like, I'm not done. I don't want to be done yet. This made me so sad when I saw this yesterday. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. So keep her in your prayers. Uh, anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Coming back with Battle of the Burbs. It's next on the Q Morning Show. Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. This is exciting. We have two first-time players of Battle of the Burbs this morning. Let's meet them right now. It's Angelique in Parma, graduate of Lincoln West High School. Good morning and welcome, Angelique. Hi, thank you. You're going to be taking on Trisha in Cuyahoga Falls, graduate of Cuyahoga Falls High School. Welcome in, Trisha. Hi, thank you. Let's play. Let's do it. All right, Angelique, Trisha, your name is your buzzer. So if you think you know the answer to the question, say your name. I will repeat it back to you, and that's your cue to answer. Um, It's a best of five question trivia challenge. Here we go with question number one. What sitcom features a character named Ron Swanson? Oh, come on, guys. Bill? Come on, guys. You know the answer? Parks and Rec. It was Parks and Rec. It was a hard one to start off with. Okay, question number two. What is the most famous Christmas movie that was partially filmed here in Cleveland? Angelique. Angelique? Uh, Christmas Story. A Christmas Story is correct. Question number three. Justin Bieber was born in what country? Angelique. Trisha. Angelique? Uh, Canada. Canada is correct. Okay. Angelique is up right now two to nothing. Trisha, you have to get this next question right to stay alive in the game. Angelique, if you get it right, or if either of you miss it, Angelique will win the game. Question number four. What animated film tells the story of a rat who aspires to become Trisha. a sh- Trisha? Angelique. Ratatouille. Ratatouille is correct. Here we go into question number five. Trisha, you could tie the game with this one. December 13th is which pop artist's birthday? Oh, God. I don't know that. Well, Taylor Swift would be the answer. (laughs) That means, Angelique, you win. Two to one. Congratulations. Thank you. How were the nerves first time playing? It's got to be a little nerve-wracking. It is a little nerve-wracking. You did a great job. Thank you. Angelique seems exhausted. <laughs> Aren't like, we all? I can't believe I can't believe I decided to do this Aren't this morning. Aren't we all exhausted this morning? Angelique and Trisha, you both did great. Thanks so much for listening this morning. Thank you so much. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now.
Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Good morning. So if your family or your office does Secret Santa, uh, White Elephant, something like that, so it's gifts that you want to get that that aren't huge gifts. They're not, uh, you know, gifts that you want to really impress somebody, but, you know, cheap gifts. You, maybe you want to get a laugh. Okay. Uh, I think this might be a suggestion for you if you're looking for something. Let's hear it. Somebody in town has released some holiday merch. That is personal injury attorney Tim Misney. Oh, wow. Good for him, though, honestly. He now has a line of holiday goodies. So he's been released, he's been giving clients a clock and coffee mugs for the past few years. What and do I, they say? On the clock, it's got his face on it and it says, it's time to make them pay. <laughs> And what did the mugs say? Uh, probably something the same thing, right? Yeah, I'm assuming. So now he has launched his own holiday items. Baby bibs, clocks, pens, oh coffee God. cups, coasters. <laughs> and all of them say all of them have his face on it, his raised eyebrow, his pointing finger, right. and they say, make them pay. You know what? Good for him, honestly. Get the brand out there. I mean, it sounds like a, a white elephant type of gift, doesn't it? It depends on how much they are. They Do we know that, how much they are? Can't be that much. But you can go find out at the website, MizneyMerch.com. <laughs> and if you're thinking, well, you know, if I, yeah, okay, that sounds like a good white elephant gift. But at the same time, am I just giving Tim Misney a whole bunch of money? Right. No, he's actually donating all the proceeds to the city oh, mission. Oh, we'll see. So, that's nice. Tim okay, Disney, I looked yeah. it up. The... That I make my parents pay the Tim Nisney way bib for your baby is $15. It says I make my parents pay yeah. on the bib. The Tim Nisney way is what it says. Let's look at, you want to look at some hoodies? Let's look at some hoodies. A hoodie? Yeah. Okay. It's just the make them pay hoodie available in one color, black. It is $30. That's a pretty good deal on a hoodie. Okay. I found the mugs. It's just the Tim Nisney mug and it has his face on it and him pointing. That's it. Have a sip with Tim Misney. It says twelve fifty. There you go. There you go. Are we doing gifts this year? This will be our second Christmas together. I hate doing gifts. Did we do gifts last year? I think we both got each other like a $25 gift card to somewhere, which in my opinion is pointless. No, actually, you know what I got you? I got you um, a bunch of Christmas ales from yeah. the Great Lakes uh, Brewing Company. Which yeah, was that, a good gift for those you. Those went by fast. I think I <laughs> consumed all of them over holiday break. Um, I mean, we don't have to. I mean, obviously, we can't do Secret Santa. Right. Not really a secret. Um, but yeah, it's up to I you. Know. I just feel like I would rather you spend money on your children than me. Because I'm going to get you something that costs anywhere between $25 and $50. You're going to get me something that costs anywhere between $25 and $50. And like at that point, it's just a wash. I could buy it for myself if I really wanted it. Well, let's raise the limit then. Let's say... No, let's not say in this economy. $250. 250 this year. Not in this economy. You're getting $250 worth of Tim Misney bibs, hoodies, and coffee mugs. All right. Fair enough. Uh, what is... What do you think my vibe is this week? Do you think that I've been, I, do I sound cranky this week? Do I no, sound like, okay. I don't think so. Are you putting on a front? I don't want to overdo it because I, if I've been cranky this week, it's going to sound like I'm cranky next. Okay. No, I don't think you've been cranky this week. All right, week. good. Because yeah, that's all going to change within the next <laughs> 10 minutes or so. All right. It's going to sound like I go, I'm going on a little bit of a rant. Are you being a Scrooge? 
I guess so, yeah. Okay. And I'm going to set my target on, I'm just going to say three words. You're either going to know what I'm talking about or you're not. The Scholastic Book Fair. What? Why do you got issues with the Scholastic Book Fair? I will tell you coming up next. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it. On Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. So when I say the Scholastic Book Fair, Morgan, you know what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. It was a grade school event where your library would be turned into the Scholastic Book Fair. And of course, there's books on sale. There's like the Guinness Book of World Records, which I always wanted to buy. There's like (laughs) cool pencils and erasers. It's an event as a child. Okay. Yeah, I remember the same thing when I was a kid. When the Scholastic Book Fair came to town, it was so exciting. Number one, you got to get out of class. Yeah. To go over to the book fair, and then your mom and dad would give you some amount of money, and uh, you would I, just peruse all the books and, and, and buy new books. Yes. It was great. Very exciting. I get why it's exciting for kids, and it still happens today. The tradition continues, and it's happening this week at... Drew School. And are your kids excited? Drew is, was very excited to go to the book fair. Mm-hmm. Not so excited when he came home, and not neither was I. Why? Because here is my here's where I'm going to start ranting oh, gosh. about the Scholastic Book Fair. Okay, buckle up. So my wife gives Drew $35 to spend at the book fair. Okay. He comes home. He gets off the bus. And he has to cross the street before he he gets to our house. And I'm looking at him, and I can tell right away that something is wrong. And he comes rushing across the street, and he just dramatically falls down into the driveway. (laughs) And as he falls, I see this whole, like, explosion of rocks. Rocks? That just goes everywhere. And they're all over my driveway. And I'm like... Buddy, what's going on? What's wrong? What's what happened? And he's just like, ah, the rock collection. I opened it on the bus. Oh, and, the, the book and I'm like, I have no idea what he's talking about. And he just runs into the house. Okay. So there's this box here, and I pick up all these rocks and I just put them in the box, and I walk into the house, and I find out that he bought this rock collection at the Scholastic Book Fair. And he was so excited to get it. They're like minerals. Okay. They're like gems. Okay. Like I can't even name you minerals and gems, but you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, sure. So they're all different colors and, and there's like, I don't know, 15 of them in the box. And he's, he was so excited to buy it that he couldn't wait to get home. He had to open it up on the bus. Well, I guess he spilled it on the bus. Oh, and of course. The and meltdown he, ensues. And he wasn't sure if he was able to pick them all up and then... The bus arrives at the house, and he's got to get off, and he can't get all the rocks. Oh, no. So he had to get... And that's what made him upset. Right. Why are they selling rocks (laughs) at the Scholastic Book Fair? Yeah, I'm wondering if there was like a, a magazine or a pamphlet or something to go along with the rocks, because otherwise, how would he even know what... They are. Which one is which? There has to be a missing piece of the puzzle. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know. I looked at the box. I mean, I understand that they're somewhat educational. Where sure. you're learning about minerals and gems. It's a science thing, I guess. 
But at the same time, why is the Scholastic Book Fair selling these tchotchkes <laughs> when they should just be selling books? books. <laughs> is that not the entire point of the Scholastic Book Fair? And you just mentioned it a second ago. You said they have pencils and erasers. Yeah. Okay, look, I understand that it's a business. They need to make money. And they need to continue to support themselves, and they probably don't get as much funding as they would like to have. So they need to sell these extra things. But at the same time, it to me, it's a waste of money. Do you know how much this rock collection costs? $30? No. <laughs> God, man, I would have been really upset <laughs> if that was the case. It costs $8. Okay. So that bit into his $35 budget. He only bought one book. Right. One book and... A box of rocks, which he'll never look at again, and it costs $8. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of potential solutions. Obviously, you didn't know that he was going to come home with a box of rocks, but like in the future, you could tell him, like, look, buddy, this is only for books. Like, we can only buy books at the Scholastic Book Fair. But of course, he's what, eight? He's going to see the box of rocks, and he's going to want that, because he can't get it. Exactly my point. And yeah. that, to me, detracts from what the, the purpose of the Scholastic Book Fair is about. You're supposed to get kids excited about books and reading, and instead they get excited about the, the impulse buys. Yeah. My conspiracy theory is that there had to have been some type of book that went along with the rock collection. Even if it wasn't like a full-on chapter book, like there has to be some type of, even if it's like a paper pamphlet or magazine and maybe he just didn't care about that part because like you said how would he know what rocks and minerals were what if there wasn't some type of instruction manual or something along those lines well he just sees the shiny rocks and and he wants those what i'm asking is who's with me on this like, who's coming what, along with me? the Scholastic Book Fair is a scam? Yeah. Who wants to... No, I don't, I'm not saying it's a scam. <laughs> but don't you wish they just sold books Okay, and that's it? If anybody else has an issue with right. the Scholastic Book Fair... And maybe no one's going to come along with me on this at all. <laughs> I That's highly possible. Party of one. 216-474-1... What's our number? 0104. Yeah. 216-474-0104. Who's coming with me? It's Q104. Q104, Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Well, I it seems like I've tapped into something here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm ranting about the Scholastic Book Fair. And my only issue with this, I encourage reading. I want my kids to read more. But it seems to me that my kids are coming home with crap Instead of bringing home books. Like a box of rocks is what you're upset about. Right. I want my kids to be excited about reading. I think the Scholastic Book Fair will do that. But it's just that there's too many shiny things uh, when they're checking out. And, and they're buying those instead of books. Uh, Sarah's in North Ridgeville. Sarah, good morning. I bought that rock collection. The rock the collection? Same one? The same one. The $8 <laughs> box of rocks. I bought it for myself. You bought it, wait, for yourself? <laughs> when you were 10 or this week? Uh, last month. Last I month. I was volunteering at my kid's book. He's in fourth grade. And, you know, it, you have some time in between classes. And I was looking <laughs> around and waiting for the next group of kids to come in so I can help them shop and, you know, do what their parents want them to do and buy books instead of pens with sparklers on the end. Right. And 
I was looking around and I saw a box of rocks. Sarah, I thought it was cool. What? Okay, so what was it about the minerals and the gems that attracted you, a grown woman, to buy that? So recently, a couple of my friends like got into you know, specific rocks and they carry them in their pockets and it's good energy and good vibes. And I was having a bad week and I was like, maybe this box of rocks will fix my life. <laughs> Has it so far? Um, no, I, I bought it and then I lost two of them. Oh, and then yeah. I lost the rest of them on my dresser. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, here's my question. Um, did it come with any sort of reading material or was it just a box of rocks? It came with a poster that describes what the rocks are, like where they're from and where okay. they're most commonly found. So, yeah, there, it was behind, like when you pull the whole plastic compartment out that has all the rocks separated, um, it, it, there's a poster behind there that Got you it. can hang on your wall. And so, I, yeah, that was the educational part that kind of shoehorned it into Scholastic, okay. I guess. All right. yeah, I, I knew there had to be something. I didn't see the poster. Maybe that was lost on the, the bus, <laughs> the too. Yeah. Those rocks did not bring good vibes to my house. Uh, Jen's in Avon. Jen, good morning. Good morning. What do you want to say about the Scholastic Book Fair? Oh, you mean the the pyramid scheme of elementary oh, school? Gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have them selling them house to house like a Tupperware party yet. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) My main thing, um, they have this tchotchke table, which I'm actually fine with because it's like a low-budget option to add on to the book. They get the shiny thing, but they didn't allow my – I have a third grader and a first grader, and you're only allowed to buy tchotchkes when you get to third grade, apparently. So my first grader came home, you know, full full tears, sibling war, because there's rules around how old you have to be to get the tchotchkes. So now the older one gets it, the younger one doesn't. It's a whole thing. That's we never weird. win. They have they have the, the 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 gifts segmented by age. Yes. That that's interesting. You would think they would just want to take all of our money. Like why would why would they <laughs> right. even do that? Right. I even wrote a note. They can have exactly this because I've had your experience before where they come home with the rocks. Right. Like what do you, what is this? So I write it all out, and they still wouldn't let them do it. So it, it's uh it's not my favorite. Yeah. Elementary activity. No, I, I did not know about the age-appropriate gift. Uh, Kristen, is it Kristen or is yeah. it Kirsten? Kristen. Hi, how are you? Good morning. What What are your thoughts Hi. on the Scholastic Book Fair? Um, I completely agree with you. I think it's whack. Um, I have a first grader, <laughs> and we were. I went to donuts with um, like the parents, and I was lucky to be there with her. So I was like walking through with her. And I'm like, oh, this book looks nice. You know, this one looks nice. And she's like, no, I don't really like that. So we get all the way to the end where they keep all the other stuff. And she got a lockbox and a highlighter, a scented mm. highlighter. And this lockbox was $16. Yeah. And inside of it was nothing but a notebook and a little paper ruler. And it was just, I was like, wow, $20 later. And there's, she has absolutely nothing. The lock broke on it the very same day. And it was just. Yeah, I completely agree. It's it's whack. <laughs> it's, it's a trap, and it is. <laughs> our kids are in there shopping on their own, so of course that's what they're going to gravitate right. towards. Is all that? Yeah, and then the books. I feel like this year I was looking at them also, and like they're not really 
like for her age group they were like chapter books and there wasn't really many picture books for her and yeah so it kind of like almost forces the little ones to get all these other little pens and all this other stuff and yeah, I, I wish you would have. I wish I wish they would have more books for them because, like you said, it is to encourage reading and and all that. And at, at the end of the day, I don't even even as as a kid myself, I don't think I even bought books. I always got those yeah. stupid little things. Yeah. Probably not. And, yeah. I can't remember it anymore. But yeah, you're right, Kristen. I, I think the the onus is probably on us as parents. Right. Like the next time the Scholastic Book Fair rolls into town. We just have to say, look, this money, either we go in there shopping with them. Yeah. Or or the rule is you have yeah, to buy a book. You cannot buy because you can get that all that stuff, the lock, the, the yeah. notebook stuff. Get that at Target. <laughs> well, that's why my so parents never gave me money. And it was like a traumatic <laughs> experience for me as a child, not being able to buy anything from the Scholastic Book Fair. Oh, my gosh. All the kids are buying stuff at the book fair. Except and- for little Morgan, because my parents knew that I would buy the pencil holder. So, I mean, I guess I get it now. So How traumatic for you. <laughs> get you and your friends that I'll never see again. Everybody but your dog, you Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. Are we going to share with the rest of the class? What- yeah, sure. Why not? Morgan's got the giggles right now. Husband David is listening from home on the free Odyssey app, and he texted me because, you know, he's from South Africa. He says, as a foreigner, hearing about the Scholastic Book Fair, I am 100% calling it a scam. <laughs> Wait, that's all the evidence he needs? Yeah, and then he sent me a, a tweet of somebody else saying, I spent my whole di- adult life chasing the high of a Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> so it seems like people have some strong opinions about this. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was affecting more than just me. <laughs> that has to make you feel a little bit better, though, right? Uh, yeah. I'm glad we could shed some light on that. We'll watch out for next time. Uh, you know who's going to be here a week from tonight? Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. And we'll have tickets for you coming up after 9 this morning. Let's get into a Hollywood dirt sheet with Morgan right here. Piers Morgan named the two royals who allegedly asked troubling questions about Archie's color. So following news that the identity of a member of the royal family who'd had concerns about Prince Archie's race had made its way into a new book um, that was immediately pulled from the shelves. It was apparently a Dutch copy of the book. An outspoken British host, Piers Morgan, claimed to know the names of not one but two royals involved in a scandal highlighted in the new book. So the story behind this is that it was printed, it was released, the names were never supposed to be in the printed version of the book, so they halted the sales. So now everybody is talking about it, and publications are afraid to say what's in the book, obviously because they don't want to get sued. Well, Piers Morgan says if... If it is in this Dutch version of the book that anybody can go out and buy, the British people deserve to know what this book says. So he was not afraid to say the names. Now we can start the process of finding out if they ever got uttered, what the context was, and whether there was any racial intent at all. Like I say, I don't believe there was. The royals who are named in this book are King Charles and Catherine, Princess of Wales. I'm just shocked that he's not afraid he's going to get sued. Because every other article that I go to online, whether it's Page Six or E! News or any of those things, do not name them. Well, it's very hard to prove slander in a court of law, especially if you're a public figure. Mm-hmm. Well, And first of all, I don't even know if if the rules 
about slander and libel in they might not be the same in, in England in the UK. Yeah, for one. And then Piers Morgan is just not afraid of this stuff. I mean, yeah. he invites this stuff. He wants this controversy. Right. So he'll take all the smoke. Travis Kelsey reveals his nickname he has for Taylor Swift. So on the New Heights podcast yesterday, his brother Jason mentioned that Travis had broken yet another football record over the weekend and was talking about how Taylor Swift showed her support of said broken record by liking some Instagram posts about Travis. Here's how he responded. She liked an Instagram announcement from the Chiefs about you breaking this record. All right now. Um, thanks, Tay. Okay. I appreciate you. Um on the uh, Chiefs Chiefs page, Porton. Gotta love the support. Tay. Everyone's like, oh my God, he called her Tay. So I've been reading a lot about this online, and there are people that think that while Jason and Travis were recording this podcast, that on Travis's side, that Tay was in the room. Oh. And they say that when, when you, because you, there's a video version of this podcast, mm-hmm. when you, when you look at, Travis's eyes, they say, they say you can see where he looks up and he's looking at Taylor. Oh. Even though she's she's not on camera, but that's what they're saying. I love a good conspiracy theory. I'm going to have to go watch it again. And Kylie Jenner attended the Wonka movie premiere and after party in London as the plus one of her boyfriend, Timothy Chalamet, who is the star of the new film. She tried to keep a low profile flying in on her own, but ended up becoming the talk of the party. Kylie and Timothy later celebrated in a private room behind a curtain. Uh, They first sparked romance rumors in April. Kylie has been supportive by, you know, attending these events like this one, the Wonka premiere, and also Saturday Night Live, the episode after party. Um, But for a Kardashian relationship, this one is still pretty low key. So we'll see if they become more public anytime soon. Uh, anything else you need, Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Real life, real Cleveland. Awesome way to wake up. It's the Q Morning Show. So much good music. I love it. 104. From the 1 800 Hurt Now Traffic Center. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.